You're listening to the ATRS, the Adrian and Tony radio show, broadcasting across the world on digital radio through AmpleVoice.com. My name is Adrian Byrne, and this is Tony Wilson. Hello, and welcome to the show. Tonight, we've decided to have a party to celebrate the end of the world. A lot of people believe, after the supervolcano in Yellowstone National Park in the USA erupted a few days ago, that the world is about to end. But now, we have exclusive new evidence uncovered by our resident astrological expert, Fabian Mortimer, which supports this theory that the apocalypse really is now. Stay with us when we get the full story with Fabian. Something's going on in Yellowstone, a big super volcano that's erupted massive. We have the studio TV locked in news channels and eyes on all the social media for all updates from the US on Yellowstone. And Tony will be our man on the street, gauging the reaction to this disaster. We also have great music to accompany the Armageddon in fine style. So don't go anywhere. If you're going to hear your last radio show, make sure it's this one. Tony, if the end is coming, are you ready? Ah, uh, you I remember those Moyenses, the 9th century cackers that saying the world was going to end. So we all know it didn't happen. Although I did get some nervous sweats on the day. That morning I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was making a tay and I heard this loud rumbling. Jesus, Aisling, carcass me vricious. Turns out it was only Maggie turning on the heating on. Sure then we went for a walk to calm me down. But next I was shouting to Maggie, Look, there's a fiery ball in the sky. We're doomed. It's only the sun, says Maggie. I'm a first off lad sometimes, Aisling. You certainly are, Tony. So I am a bit worried with all the stuff on the news about the Jellystone Park over in the other lads area. Well, hopefully you can brush your fears to one side now as you're going to be heading out into the streets to see if anything unusual is happening. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Those tablets you gave me before we came on air, they make me all feel warm and, and fuzzy in my belly. <laughs> oh, yeah, the paracetamols, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Aisling. <laughs> all right, I'll go out now. I've got my earphones, got my microphone, got my bobble cap. See you now, Aisling. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to going live to Tony later. If you're out and about tonight, keep an eye out for Tony, and maybe it'll be you he'll be talking to on live radio. So let's talk to the man whose discovery led to us deciding on having our end of the world party tonight. It's esteemed astrocosmologist Fabian Mortimer, and he's joining me now via Skype. Fabian? Hi Adrian, so nice of you to ask me on the show, my lovely. You're very welcome Fabian. So the world is ending. Oh yes, this time it's very different Adrian, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. Recently, I spent some time in the jungles of Guatemala with my assistant Rodrigo. Yeah. 
we were researching the Mayan civilization. Okay. They inscripted calendars into rock over 1,300 years ago. Okay. These, you know, you know about them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> you, you like to read. These confirm the so-called end date of the Maya calendar, which was December 21st, 2012. Uh-huh. So I ended up in one of the more disreputable areas of the nearest town. Very good, Fabian. In the company of a young boy. Purely by accident, Adrian, as I passed his bedroom, I spotted through the slightly open door what looked like a partially concealed tablet <laughs> it wasn't a viagra tablet was it oh no adrian this tablet was far too big i would never manage to get something that big in my mouth anyway you know me adrian i'm quite the curious fellow yeah. i couldn't resist a sneaky peek <laughs> i was astonished to find my initial suspicion was correct it was a mayan hieroglyphic stone wow he told me his father had looted one of the mayan ruins and this was all that remained unbelievable we agreed i would speak no more of this if he agreed to let me study the stone and this adrian is when i made the fateful discovery yeah. it was part of the calendar text and outlined a further nine months oh my god this means the end date from those mayan calendars is today well fabian that's quite a discovery there could be a storm coming tonight, so I better grab my tinfoil hat and hide in my teepee. Your teepee, Adrian? You know the way you'd be playing cowboys and Indians, and I'd always hide in the teepee. Anyway, have you made the scientific community aware of this? No, Adrian. This announcement is exclusive to the ATRS. And we're I very grateful. I wanted to keep it inside me as for as long as I could, until I got to speak to you again. And anyway, more people listen to your show than read those boring scientific journals, oh, Adrian. Of course they do. On that bombshell, let's look ahead to next week's ATRS where I can confirm we have a couple of special guests. Adrian, I don't think you're taking it seriously. Huh? Everything we know is about to disappear. If you wish, I can join you in the studio. Maybe I can confront you as we face our ends together. I'll come at once. No, Fabian, it's okay. You, you just stay where you are. Fabian? Fabian? He appears to have gone. Quick, somebody lock the door. Okay, we've just... Uh, there's a major eruption going on behind me at the moment. We're, uh, the whole world is watching this event from eight kilometres away. Okay, a quick update. Restrictions on air travel have now been extended to every country in the world. Let's take some music and when we come back we'll get an update from Tony. This is Pompeii. It's from a band called Bastille. Jesus Christ. It's pretty ominous. In fact, uh, if we were any closer there'd be rocks falling on our heads. There was a huge explosion, shook the ground. Next thing I knew, there were lumps of rock raining down all around me and impacting the ground. I was left to my own devices. Many days fell away with nothing to show. And the walls kept tumbling down in the city that we love. Clouds all over the hills Bringing darkness from above But if you close your eyes Does it almost feel like nothing changed at all?
tumbling down in the city that we love. Great clouds roll over the hills, bringing darkness for But if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like nothing changed at all? And the walls kept tumbling down in the city that we love. Great clouds roll over the hills, bringing darkness for But if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like nothing changed at all? For anybody just switching the radio on, you're joining the ATRS End of the World Party. End of the world, you say? Yes. Earlier in the show, prodigious astrocosmologist Fabian Mortimer announced that he has discovered that today is the actual, actual final day of the Mayan calendar. But how will it end? Earlier I sent Tony outside to see what the feeling was on the streets. Tony, is there any tension in the air? I can't see! I can't see! I was checking for signs of the world ending by looking into the sun as you said, but now I'm blinded! It's the 21st century, I think. Things just don't stop. They go on forever. Like me and you and Simpsons. There's no panic here outside Lily's supermarket. Look, there's some woman now. She's going about her day, buying up the dinner and some sweets for the kids. I'll go talk to her and maybe get her number. <laughs> She's tall and wearing a white dress with big back stilettos with ankle straps. You like them sort, don't you? Looks like she's shopping for for the baked beans. Hello? Hello? Tony Wilson of the AZ and Tony Show? Do you think the world is going to end? Excuse me? Cut the fuck on it! You're a hairy man! <laughs> That's right! What are you doing? Doors fucked! Of course it is! Have you heard the news? Stephen Fry was online tweeting everyone. His big end is coming. And you don't doubt Stephen Fry? He's intelligent. But well, why are you dressing like that for? Why not? It's over. I'm free. Free to be finally me. No more pressure for Mammy to wear denim. I stole her favorite dress. Now I'm buying a present for the most wonderful girl in the world. And go to her house and profess my love. For your mother? No, for my Linda. I will always love her. I always have. But then she got married. And then all those babies but now 20 years later she's divorced she will be mine and you're here buying her baked beans look at she she loves them we're going to have a picnic by the Avonmore River you've cracked <laughs> I know she wants me uh, back to the studio I see nothing to see here only gobshites uh, the world's not ending not unless you believe social blogging hugger Stephen Fry you're right so Lorna Tony was speaking to who? 
a transvestite buying baked beans for his childhood divorced sweetheart called Linda because it's the end of the world. Uh, we on air. Thanks for that, Tony. Tony Wilson, our roving reporter there, showing us what we all suspected. Baked beans are the ideal present for the one you love. Let me say Now I'm joined by a man who has also made himself familiar with many big ends. None of them pretty. It's our own Professor Mick Chiselton. Welcome along, Mick. So happy to be spending my final minutes here with you, Adrian. Yeah, would you not rather spend your last minutes with your loved ones? That forest-depleting Botox vampire. I hope that whatever is coming, she gets hit first, and it's a slow and agonising for both of them. So, Professor, are we just suddenly going to explode all over the place? Oh, my dear boy, if only it were that simple. There are many different theories and events that could wipe out mankind, or in fact, destroy the whole planet. Uh-huh. I will share a couple of my personal favourites with you. Firstly, an impact from deep space. Really? A comet, a meteor, or an asteroid. Depending on the size of the object, it could take us out completely or cause an explosion big enough to burn off the atmosphere and set off volcanoes. Wow. Tsunamis and earthquakes. It would be devastating. An extinction event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We already believe an impact 65 million years ago made the dinosaurs extinct. And the laws of averages say we should be hit by an object every 50 to 100 million years or so. So at this moment in time, we are due one, Adrian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Of course, nuclear war is another one. Currently, we know of nine countries with nuclear weapons. A war involving nuclear weapons would fry most of the population immediately. Wow. Radiation sickness and the nuclear winter and its freezing temperatures will take out the remainder of us. Scary stuff, Chisel. What else? At this moment, at this very moment, the Large Hadron Collider, which is the largest particle accelerator ever built, has been performing experiments. Yeah. Yeah. Fires very small objects around its 17 mile circumference at close to speed of light before smashing them together really fucking hard and trying to recreate the Big Bang. But what? What if they accidentally create a tiny black hole which sucks every bastard on the planet in? Oh, what a way to go. Sucked into a big black hole, huh? And, and another scenario, Adrian, if you let me finish, which would come from our very own solar system. Solar activity is peaking at the moment and an explosion on the sun could take out every power grid on Earth and send us back to the dark ages. Oh, what do you mean there? A solar storm? Yes, a solar storm. Ejecting charged particles out towards our planet. Now, I've heard of a way we could protect ourselves. In a similar way to when we turn off our computer in a lightning storm, just to protect it from power surges, we could just turn off all the power. Ooh, we have been watching the Discovery Channel. Introduction science for the layperson. Obviously, hmm, this may work in practice, Adrian. But what about theory? Anyway, the next one is a bit of a shifty one. The magnetic poles of a NASA habit of switching places every 750,000 years or so. Uh-huh. And right now, we're about 30,000 years overdue. I wouldn't like my girlfriend to be saying that to me. Yeah, when this happens, the magnetic field that protects the Earth from the solar radiation gets fucked and may even disappear completely. So as a result, we'll get enough UV outdoors to barbecue us in about five seconds. We'd be fried. Ah, but come on now. This wouldn't all happen in one day, would it? Ah, you may be right, Adrian. It takes about 5,000 years to happen. Of course, we believe it has happened 11 times since Homo sapiens first stood erect. Erect, eh? And, uh, any more? 
Here, I'll give you one of my absolute favourites. It's Planet X. It's a mysterious, hitherto unheard of extra planet in the solar system. Another name for it is Nibiru. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I saw a film about that. Melancholia. Cursing dunce gets our jugglers out. Yes, uh, it was of course supposed to be discovered by the ancient Sumerians about 2500 BC. Of course all the governments know about it and they hide it from us to prevent mass panic. It has a huge orbit and only passes by every 3600 years. This time it will collide directly with us or pass so close it will destroy our gravity so much it will result in global flummifications. Calm down professor. Uh, I'm pretty sure telescopes weren't around though in 2500 BC. It would have to have been kind of a huge object in the night sky for anybody to be able to see it with the naked eye. I'm surprised coming from you that's a very rational question Adrian. Well if its orbit is 3600 years then when the Sumerians discovered it by my calculations it would have been 10 times the distance of Pluto away. Although to be fair uh, Tony said he was up on dawn this morning and he caught some video of the sunrise <laughs> and there appeared to be two suns. You you bemuse me Adrian. <laughs> I suspect it was a common phenomenon Adrian. It's known as a dog star or consuming too much chemicals the night before. <laughs> Tony is partial to the odd chemical alright. My final possible destroyal of our world is a planetary alignment. This could happen when the earth aligns itself with several of the planets in our solar system and the gravitational pull knocks the earth off its orbit causing catastrophe. Now Professor Chiselton. I find it hard to believe that an alignment has never happened before. When the moon is pretty close to us, why doesn't the gravitational pull from that affect us? Yeah, you're indeed correct, Adrian. You're not as uh, green to all this as I thought. Although, there is one more possibility of alignment. One with the supermassive black hole at the centre of the Milky Way that could lead to all of our destructions. Okay. Anyway, Professor Chiselton, where did you earn your professorship? But I'm not a professor. I never claimed to be. So, hang on. I was led to believe you were somewhat of an expert on this subject. No. I was outside queuing at the game store for the new zombie Nazis World War Apocalypse when your assistant grabbed me and asked me to come on your show. She said you already had copies of the game. Even though it's not released till midnight, please say you have them. I've been waiting. I want to be the first to get my hands on it. Go online on the blogs and tell everybody how fucking awesome it's okay, going. Okay, Chiselton, I think we have to leave it right there as we have to go straight back to Tony Wilson on the streets. Tony, something interesting has actually happened. Hey, Jane. Hey, Jane, I, I'm with, uh, still with a middle-aged man in a white dress who won't give you his name but has bought a bag, a big bag of baked beans and has just found a love of his life who he doesn't mind naming. Yes, it's Linda. He's now leaving the shop on his way to her house. This is gripping stuff. So you phoned her, this Linda. What did she say? She was so happy to hear my voice. She's coming to meet me. <sighs> Hardly earth-shattering stuff, though, is it, Tony? That's the, uh, the whole reason I... Listen... Just go grab some pizza and you can head back into the studio. Is that Linda? Is she there? That's it. You're dead. Don't care now. All over. Don't you see? Fuck you, Lilo. Fuck you. Jesus, a little bearded baller's man has driven up in a blue Ford Fiesta eating. He's hanging out the window screaming abuse at the crossdresser. Stop away from me, you go No, I won't. Yeah. I've had enough of you. You make me sick. What's happened? Tony? Tony? The man woman's down! The ball battered is knocked him down, Aisling! He's ran him over in the car! Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! There's, there's, there's blood on his face! And I'm covered in baked beans, Aisling! Pa! Get away from him, you! Now! Pa! 
Fuck you, Dino. I hate you so much. You've been beside me for 17 years. Your mother always told my mother how great you were. And my mammy's screaming at me. Why wasn't I like you? Come on first to everything. Well, peh, now you're the first. The first one to die. <laughs> it's all over. Hey, I'm getting out of here. Is he dead? Tony? Tony? What about an ambulance? Did you... Tony? Tony? Just lost Tony for a second. Hopefully we can re-establish the line and uh The following cities are under an evacuation immediate. Fargo in North Dakota, West Covina in California. Uh, we'll get back to Tony as soon as we can. Uh, and just to keep you up to date on the whole Yellowstone Park situation, the latest news there is that there has been a hundred kilometer exclusion zone put in place. Um, there's been a state of emergency now being called in five US states. That's now five US states. So there's definitely some weird shit happening out there on the news. About strange sounds being heard in the atmosphere. People around the world and here at home have reported hearing some bizarre noises. I'm hearing, uh, looking out my window right now, hearing some strange fucking sounds out there. I have no idea what the hell they are. It's rattling the earth around here. We're in Long Island. And it's fucking loud. You hear that? You hear that shit? Fuck is that shit? I have no idea, like, it's coming straight out of the sky. What is that? Let me say it now, I don't know. I don't know. What does the big G dog make of it all? On the telephone line, we have a man who's got a direct line to the big G. It is the Reverend Jagros. Welcome to the show, Reverend Jagros. God bless you, Adrian. God bless you. Would you be able to explain to us how religion has foretold the end of the world over the years? Yeah, the Bible has foretold the end of the world today. But it's not too late for you or your listeners to repent. No, no, no. And save your souls before Judgment Day. For it's now the time of the second coming as foretold in the scriptures, yeah. So, old JC is going to ride down from the heavens any second now on a glowing white horse. Huh? You're ribbing me gently, man, but, but soon you too will see the truth. As a young lad at bedtime, my mummy, she'd read to me from the scriptures. So I know the Lord's arrival will be preceded by times of great trials for us all, Adrian. Look, look at us now, in the midst of a great recession. Our people are suffering. Suffering! Make no mistake. All of us, yeah, we're suffering. The signs are all there. Wars and famine, yeah. But we look away, immerse ourselves in the X Factor. But, cool, yeah, he's the false prophet. That's not real music. No, it's the raw hypno for the minds of the masses. Not like the Sabbath. He distracts us from the genocide and murders of children in the name of false gods. <laughs> That's very living in the post-Savile era there, Reverend Jaguars. He wants us to value the money and the easy life. The high-waisted belt buckles, the moves, the smoke faces on them, looking down at us. Fuck them. <gasps> Shouldn't say that, Adrian. He just wants us to be, to be sucked in, sucked into the comfortable material life, because the bad stuff only happens far, far away. People need to wake up. Hearts are hardening. People are selfish now. It's now cool to say that God doesn't exist, like, like Dawkins, Hitchens, and Jonathan somebody. These people even feel intellectually superior looking down on us and saying that, that there's no God, Adrian. Do you understand me? But the rapture is coming, Adrian. Yeah? Yeah. Those who believe will be taken away and all else will be destroyed, yeah? Suddenly, <laughs> people will just rise from their chairs. <laughs> they're 
stars, <laughs> their dinner tables, and me, our Lord, in the clouds. <sighs> and then the Christ will reign for a thousand years. But only for a thousand years? But it's not long from an eternity perspective, is it, Reverend Jack Ross? I do not know, but I will quote you. I will quote you from the scripture. Matthew twenty-four, twenty-nine. Right after those days of suffering, the sun will become dark and the moon will no longer shine. Yeah, the stars will fall and the powers in the sky will be shaken. Then a sign will appear in the sky and there will be the Son of Man. And all nations of the earth will weep when they see the Son of Man coming on the cloud of heaven and the power and the great glory and the sound of a loud trumpet. He will send his angels to bring his chosen ones together from all over the earth. Ah yeah, the horns of Jericho, is it? The prodigy. But what kind of horn will it be? Will it be one like this? Or this? Yeah, but I was once a man of sin, Adrian. Drinks, drugs, and laying with women. Well, a woman, anyway. But I found the word of the Lord. I was baptised again in the River Jordan. Since then, I've devoted myself to the Bible and cracking its code. And you know what? Using the cipher that I devised over years and years of study and hard work, I have discovered that today, today, Adrian, yeah, <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> this is the end times. It's all over. Let's be overjoyed and repent. So if it's today, and I'm not a believer, the only believer I have here is the monkeys in my CD box. I'm in trouble, right? Ah now, here listen, I will quote you. Now I don't don't know myself, I can't figure it out myself, but I can quote you from the scriptures, because they're all knowing. And this is what they say, Adrian, this is what they say. Listen to this, Revelations. If anybody worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink the wine of God's fury, (laughs) which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and his image or for anyone who received the mark of his name. What's his name like? Is it like Doctor Who? You kind of know his name. Ah, listen, listen. If you sin, you must pay for your sins. Sure, it's only right. Right, so this is a God who's supposed to be all-loving, yet if I don't believe in him, he threatens to burn me in hell for eternity. He sounds like a bit of a malevolent God to me. Ah, the beast has a strong hold on you, Adrian. But it's not too late. It's not too late to return to the flock. Reverend Jagros, thanks for joining us tonight. And, listen, I won't be deleting the maiden off my iPod just yet. And, hold on, I think we need to go back, because we've got Tony Wilson. He's on the street there, gauging the mood. Tony, what's what's happening out there? Are we truly entering the end times? <laughs> Okay, just calm down, Tony. I'm not, I'm not back in. I'm not back in. It's all gone wrong. It's all gone wrong. Bad things. Bad things. He killed him, Adrian. He killed him. Just jumped back in his car and drove over the man again and again. And again. The windscreen smashed with cans. He just stared at me. I had to get out. He's not chasing you, is he? Oh, there's a bus! I'm getting the bus, Adrian! I'm going, I'm coming back to you! All aboard! Where to, bus? Anywhere over here! Fair enough, so I'll take you on a trip. The windows are broken! Yeah, sure, the doors were locked. How else would the gold get in? What? You've stolen this bus? You mean you too? That seems like it's all over! Over! 
Flávio, eu muito mal, como posso? Amazing! What's that in your ear, boss? Is that a microphone? Are you sick with filming? Ah, <laughs> you're having me on, Tony. You're not actually on a bus, are you? You're sitting in Studio 2 downstairs, taking the piss. Who's there in on the joke with you? Come on. The horse ending! It's all true! Birdie lads killing drag queens! Stolen buses! Mind the rowers! Ah, here, you wobbly bastard. Get off me bus! I can't concentrate on my driver when you're freaking out! Go on! It's the end of the world for you! Off me fucking bus! You're insane! You're insane! You go into your own way! Leave me alone! You're cracked! You're cracked, you are! Is anyone there? Hello? If, if you're still in amazing, Sarah! Did you want to rub me? Put around the air! What do we do? It's chaos, AD! Tony? Tony? Listen to me! Are you there, Tony? Come on now! We lost Tony again, so let's have some music while we try to re-establish a connection to Tony Wilson. Lorna, is Tony okay? He was running away from a psycho bald man in the Ford Fiesta who ran over and killed his cross-dressing neighbour, Lilo, and this Lilo was about to be reunited with the love of his life, Linda. And Tony ran onto a bus, and then he was kicked off. Am I right? Where is he now? There's people panicking? Get him on the line, Lorna. Quickly.
Foster the People, Pumped Up Kicks. Hundreds of miles of ash fallout, a blizzard of volcanic ash falling out over the central United States, the, the breadbasket of the United States. Welcome back, and there's still no word yet from Tony. And now, just to keep you up to date on the Yellowstone situation, it's now nine states that are declared a state of emergency. And we also have reports of plumes, allegedly now reaching up to one kilometer into the sky. And yes, I can confirm that LAX is closed, so that's all air flight on the western seaboard of the US they've all been closed down though it's, it's scary stuff but hopefully you know the ash will go away and all that stuff and we'll, we'll be all back to normal won't we yeah so let's go to the phones for some reassurance here first on line one is Shawnee Newson. Shawnee you're on the ATRS Adrian you ought to be very afraid this morning I got out of bed right I put on my socks but it wasn't until later on I noticed they were on socks I put the tie on too when I turned the tap on to fill the kettle the water was running clockwise then I put the orange juice in my day instead of the milk. I decided to skip the day and go straight to work. Adrian, I locked the door behind me and seen the strangest sight. A dog and a cat were laying together asleep on the doorstep as foretold by the Prophet Venkman. Then the cold heart realisation hit me, Adrian. These are signs. This is the end of the world. This is the end of the world, Adrian. I'm not joking mm, with you. That's worrying stuff there. And we have a lot of calls queuing. And next on line 47, I believe, we have our resident agronomist, Bert Kavanagh. Oh, I tell you, it's all unusual stuff happening at the moment in the countryside, Adrian. Oh, I tell you, this morning, like any other day, I was heading out to the cows. Just my normal morning row. I was grappling with Mary's others when all of a sudden, I looked up. Oh, so I did. And I saw the, the sunflowers bursting out of the chimney. Like a Vincent van da Vinci painting. Oh, tell you now, my eyes hurt, Adrian. With the gold dazzling. As I passed the chickens, they were licking each other. Chickens licking. What next? The sky's falling in. When I got to the shed now, Adrian, curse of Godner, I hadn't the hunter hay heaters on. Missing they were. The cows were staring at me. And I'm not joking, they had the big smiles on their faces. It was running down the leg of the trousers at that stage, Adrian. I legged it down to the St. Vincent's and Anthony's church. I took out my rosemary beams and I prayed like never before. Make your peace, lads. Our time is up. And we seem to have lost Bert Kavanagh there. Uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe a light bulb popped there in his house while he was on while he was on the line. Um, yeah, power shortage caused the line to go down as well. Maybe we'll try and get back onto him later. Let me say So hold on, Lorna is gesticulating towards me that we have Tony back. Yes, Tony is back. Sorry about this. We're a bit on the fly here tonight. It's, it's all go. Tony is on the line now. So let's go back over to Tony Wilson, our man on the streets. Uh, live this night, we may be facing the end times. Tony? Hiya! Who the fuck are you? Are you a friendly one now? Happy Jerry! Isn't the weather lovely for it? Ah, stay back! I'm musher. Do you want a hug? Come here. What do you want, you manic? Just a hug, honey. Sure, it's the end of the world, isn't it? David Holmes was just saying a holiday. They just started writing, and there's killing. What? Writing and killings all over. You mean you know too? Ah, yeah. And you shouldn't be scared. If God wants us back with himself and his son, then sure. He only had to ask. Jesus Christ! That's himself! You know, I was just putting on the tracky bombs when I got a phone call from a long lost friend. 
and he wanted a final picnic before it was all over. Oh, the belt buckles on my dungarees nearly fell off! What was a wasn't face? It must be my hairspray they're attracted to dirty yellow and black bastards! He said he would call up, but I said I'd surprise him and be him in the house and stay here. What? Linda? Is that you? You're huh? Linda Linda! Huh? How did you know my name? Huh? What's going on here? I have to tell you something important. Sure, that's what he said. Do you know Lilo? What's he look like? I haven't seen him in 20 years. Lilo? That was, uh, his li- Oh my God. I didn't even see you had the microphone and the headphones on your head. Are we on the radio? Linda, you report on the end of the world. Linda, Janie Mac. Linda, stop talking. What's that? Listen, do you? You fancy, uh, you know? Oh, Lilo! He said it would be special. He was always so romantic. And I just love the radio. Sure, I listen to it in the shower every morning before me baked beans and then unloading Rooster, Jarvis and Leona to the school. I'm a single mum now, you know. Life was hard, but you're not so over now. Fate is taking over. Where is he? Bet you haven't changed. Uh, Lily! Lily! He's, uh, he's, he's not. No, no, he's shitting the pants. He was to call him at the school. Because he was always shitting himself. My best friend, Kara. He wasn't the only one here. And he shot the load in three seconds. <laughs> Linda, I have to tell you, it mightn't work out. Hey, well, listen, before he gets here, I'd like to say to your listeners that I forgive. I forgive those who did me wrong. Even for my hubby, who sprayed me in blue glossy paint and left me for a younger one. I forgive all my bullies and abusers. And you know what? I think we all should. Now, and our time is near. What about you, Mr. Microphones and the headphones on you? Eh, uh, back to the studio, I think. Uh, is, is it time for a, a word from our sponsors uh, or something to sort this? Oh no, Hosey Joe. It's time for you to sort yourself out, Mr. Radio Man. I'm here for you, hon. That's what I'm talking about. How far is your house? I can see someone's bullied you. It's written all over your face. What did they do? Excuse me? I've never been. Ah, you have so. Hang on. Are those baked beans in your shirt? Baked beans? Where? (laughs) These aren't baked beans. Uh, How are you, Linda? Just finished bursting out your estate with the leaflets. Good deal from Remaxer to sell the house. I pushed it in your box, love. Who's this agent? Bullied? Hmm. I know that I think of it. What are we bullied? It's alright, Joe. He's from the radio. It's the end of the world. And we're on about bullies. Ah, no time for radio stations. Unless they want to give us letterbox defenders free publicity. We post 137,000 letterboxes countywide. We handle the jobs no one should. You're right, Linda. <coughs> I am bullied. Bullied all the time. Agents always put me down. Telling me it's his last ever show and he's sick of smelling me in the studio. He doesn't let me fly in his helicopter to the outside broadcast either. He always spits on the catering before I eat it. I'm, I'm the only one that'll work for him. He's always joking about my lisp. There's no one can fix what I have. And he wouldn't let me have sex with two members of Fixland back in 1989. Well now, there's a vacancy with the letterbox defenders if you want some fresh air. One of my so-called loyal leafeteers left me this morning with a full bag just dumped at the side of the road and he stormed off, spitting and cursing over. Oh, you mean this fool that's getting out of the Ford Fiesta? He lives beside Lilo. My Lilo. Where is Lilo, radio man? Pah! 
Linda, isn't it leaving one meal the same room for the Doro Pest interview? He locked me in studio too for the whole time. Fuck you! Oh, Jesus! Edward, you sour bollocks. You left the leaflets at the side of the road. You didn't even post any of them. Why are ya? Yeah, leaflets? I'll give you leaflets. Fuck you, Sardar. Here's your leaflets now. Oh. I'll deliver them down your fucking throat. You love swallowing spam. Take this. No, Edward. Take this. Edward. Edward. Oh. Yeah, take that. Huh? Edward. Sardar. Oh, you fierce fuck. Look at me. Good. And bits. Good me. It's choking. Yeah. Bye bye, Joe. Oh my god. You're living out your last day as an animal. Stop it, Joe. Joe. Yeah, that's what I should do taking. No, no. I couldn't. He gave me his last biscuit when we were freezing up at the North Pole. No. And he found me homeless in September 1987. And he offered me this job. Say to him that I'm here watching this. Now, you and the dungarees. <laughs> I never liked you, Edward. You spat in my mouth with mask glass. But Lilo, Lilo always defended you. Said you were just nervous and tactless. And you were good at football too. And not as ugly as him. Shut up! Don't talk about me! <laughs> All over! He's bits under the wheel! What? What's that in your hand? It's a can of baked beans. I want to go back to the studio now. Go, I'm going, I'm coming back. I'm coming back to Are you going to murder me? Like you murdered Joe? Hey! Boy, boy, Linda! What are you crying for? Take those headphones off. You look like a p p p poser. <laughs> Lorna, what's going on? Tony's been what? Kidnapped? By who? That psycho? The ball guy? He what? The ball guy just killed two more people? I was in the toilet. The speaker's not working there. Jesus Christ. You're telling me Tony has been kidnapped by a killer who just now choked a man to death by rolled up leaflets and murdered a woman by smashing her head in with a can of baked beans? Holy shit. Get Tony back on the air, Lorna. We need to speak to him now. Whoa. Staying upwind, we steer around the rim as magma bursts through the plume. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, a quick update there. We have um, reports from Yellowstone National Park once again that the seismic activity has increased again over the last... It's, it's actually intensified in the last half hour. You're listening to the ATRS, the Adrian and Tony radio show. Tonight we're having an end of the world party. Basically, all over the world, things are just kicking off. It looks like it could be the end. So why not crack open a few beers? Play some music. Uh, let's go out with a bang. Now, the latest news, we have reports coming in now of seismic activity in the islands off the north coast of Africa and in India. And, oh my God, there's reports of a huge tsunami in Japan. You know, we can only start to speculate on what sort of devastation has just been caused there. And okay, welcome back, buddy. Back to this breaking news out of Japan. This is where we believe the impact took place. Uh, here's the island of Honshu, where you find the capital city of Tokyo. Off the coast of Sendai is where we believe the impact took place, and then you get the tsunami wave that developed and rolled over this northeastern city of Sendai. In that town, obviously, this Sendai is just happening, and these are very early reports. So as soon as we get more, we'll keep you up to date. Here in the studio, the phone lines are just white hot at the moment, and, and people are starting to starting to believe that this is the end. So uh, let's go to line 66, and who have we got here? Hi, Adrian. This is Imogen Telch. Hi, Imogen. Glad to have you on the ATRS. 
what has your reaction been to the catastrophic events globally tonight? Well, we have been preparing for this day for quite some time, let me tell you. I'm president of a group of people collectively called C-U-N-T. What? You're just another crazy cult, aren't you? No, no, it's C-U-N-T, Adrian. Countdown underway, no tomorrow. The signs have been around for years. Wars, famine, condoms being sold freely in Ireland. Thankfully, I've been in touch with a benevolent race called the Memongs from the Pleiades. The Memongs from the Pleiades, okay. They had warned me the human race was in its final days. The Memongs, in the interest of keeping our race alive, will arrive tonight to take members of C-U-N-T to another planet, similar to Earth, where we will start a new race together. Really, really, Imogen, Surely it's not fair only members of Countdown Underway No Tomorrow are spared. I mean, would I be able to get into your C-U-N-T? I have selected people close to me, Adrian. Those I trust and people who have minds open to be contacted by the Memong. I also accept all well-known international credit and debit cards. Yeah, I'm sure you do, uh, Imogen, but would there be any special requirements to be in the Countdown Underway to No Tomorrow? Yes, yes there are, Adrian. You, you'd have to be shaven. Oh. It's just because the Memongs do not want us having hair, as it may harbour life forms that may infect the environment of our new planet together. We do not allow Brazilians, as the Memongs consider them genetically impure. Tonight's transition period will be our most difficult time. Members of CUNT will be required to bleed themselves to a state close to death in order for our bodies to make the interstellar trip, Adrian. <laughs> in that case, then, I don't think I'll be so keen to join Imogen. Sorry about this, but I've got to leave it there. Thanks for joining us, Imogen. Okay, I wish you well in your planet. Sure, yeah. Enjoy your interstellar trip. We have something coming in on another line here. Is it Tony? Yes, it's Tony. I need help! You won't believe this, but come on! What? Get in the car, yo! Go home for a spin! Strap in! Now! Did you used to have a big, thick, black head of hair? Hey! Don't talk about that, right? And didn't you used to hang outside the chipper in the town with a group of lads? What's it got to do with you? Do you remember a boy, younger than you he was? He always wore a Metallica t-shirt. Huh? Wait now. No way. Pah! You're little Anthony Wilson off the main street. Fuck off. We used to call you Blob. Pah! Always with that heavy metal kill him all t-shirt. With the blood in the front. Blob Wilson. Oh, mummy! And you know what happened to that t-shirt? Ginger, well, how, how would I know? Hey, why say I had a beautiful voice. Ha, ha. A rich, smooth baritone, me daddy said. He spent a lot on my dental braces too. But I hated singing lessons. So he bought me a Metallica t-shirt for my 13th birthday. Hey, I'm what, sir? Why are you telling me this for? I don't care. I'm taking you to the curry. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Daddy was on the dole, but he saved up hard to send a money order off to America for original merchandise from the Music for Nations record label. Two weeks later, the postman delivered a brown package. He was excited, nervous. And on the day of my birthday, I opened it up to see a crisp white full cotton t-shirt of Kill Em All. I was signed by the band, Lars, James, Kirk and Cliff. I tell you, I sang like a fucking canary every day for three weeks. Never miss a lesson. Never miss one. I love that t-shirt. <laughs> do you remember what happened to my favourite t-shirt? Here, you're starting to annoy me now. Who do I remember anything you did? You were a stupid child with big metal teeth and a bloody blobby t-shirt. You chased me. I was in getting tips for daddy. You chased me down the road past the church. Go, go shy. I did not. Go shy. You chased me, roaring and laughing at me. I couldn't outrun you. You were so big. I couldn't hold the chips. They slipped from my hands. They fell on the road, under my feet, and then I went flying. You did not. Face first into a metal trash bin on the street. Hang on now. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, now you remember the force of impact ripped out the dental brace in my mouth and smacked my teeth down my fucking throat. <laughs> Covered in blood, yeah, from back. Couldn't tell the difference between the image and reality. Bloody Blobby Wilson. <laughs> I couldn't speak for weeks. Granny made me a Manchester United bobble hat to make up for the ripped stained t-shirt that had to be burnt. I wear that hat to this day. Everywhere, never take it off. Daddy was heartbroken. He went on a drink and left me mother to her pills. I was on the street from 16. As for my voice, destroyed forever. And that's why I sound like this. Ginger, you're Bob Wilson. Ginger, well I'll be damned, Mammy. On the radio, yeah? How have you been? <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Hey, get your hands off the steering wheel. Stop it. Kill Um, I don't really know what to say. I don't really know what's what's happened there. Hopefully, Tony's okay. The vista in Hiroshima, Nagasaki, was similar after the atom bombings. I don't know. What I do know is that mankind now has a new and terrifying benchmark for natural disaster. Yeah, it's it, it, it's all. It, it seems to be really happening. Tony's out on the street. People are looting and rioting, and, and it's a free for all. Everybody knows. Well, everybody thinks it's the end. The knock-on effect from Yellowstone Park is being felt globally. There are scenes of chaos and carnage in the news, and it's coming in from all four corners of our planet. Obviously, I'm here. I'm uh, slightly isolated, but we we have all the news channels. We're we're in the radio studio here, and. I'm committed to keep broadcasting until 12 o'clock. I'm, I'm alone here. Most of the staff have gone home to be with their loved ones. You're on ATRS, the Adrian and Tony show. And we're going to go to the phone lines now and get some more reaction out there. I'm sure people are just as stunned as me. Who's on the line here? It's a farmer local to County Wicklow, I believe, uh, which is where we're broadcasting from. And he wishes to remain anonymous. So what's happening, sir? I've had a suspicion for the last few days that this would happen. The ends of the world's... Is I started when I was going fishing for the supper in the Avoca River. As I was dangling me rod in there, I smelled something awful fishery. I cast my gaze downstream and seen fish, tons of them, all washed up on the shore. All of them had no eyes. No eyes, I tell you. Just empty sockets, look at me, all ghoulery. I baited home on a ten-wheel racer. And I locked the door behind me, locked and bolted it. That's definitely unusual, but uh, they do a lot of mining in your area, so maybe an explosion cl- close to the river may have caused it. Screws me, Burnley, mister. I haven't finished. As I, I was listening to the radio last night, all I heard is was banging. Dud, dud, dud. I heard in the roof. Banging off me windows, clanging out my steel bat out in the backyard. I looked out the window, and all I could see was blackbirds. Blackbirds from Avondale, falling from the sky. The front yard was full of dead birds and feathery. It's a sign, Adrian. A harsh be a sign. We know now we're all doomed. Okay, uh, I'm I'm saying positive in the, the midst of unsurmountable evidence that this is the end. Uh, just stand the line there, Peter. We have a few more calls and... Fuck's fucker sake. I said I wanted to be a fucking anonymous. Give me a name. Poor sad bastard. I'll fucking whip the words and fucking end tonight. I'll fucking kill him. If we're not all dead in the morning, he'll wake up fucking... Okay, let's go to another call very quickly and... No, no, that's it. That's it, I'm afraid. The phone lines are dead. So uh, what we need to do, uh, we need to really speak to Fabian and try and get a a handle on what's actually going on tonight. 
forces are now combined. I have never seen such utter destruction. It's okay. Has Fabian arrived in the studio? Yes. Yes. Yes, he's here. He's just coming in now. Uh, welcome along, and thanks for making your way here to join us, Fabian. It looks uh, if it's all about Thank you, Adrian. Hi. <laughs> so good to see you in person again. Yes. Okay. It looks as if everything's about to erupt. Uh, what does it all mean? Oh, you look, it's all erupting. You look a bit red-faced there, Fabian. I ran as fast as I could. I haven't run in 22 years. It didn't take me too long to come here. No, no, you live quite locally, and uh, I hope you, you know problems getting to a reception. I think some of the guys have gone home. We've already heard that there has been, you know, a super volcanic eruption from Yellowstone producing energy equivalent to the detonation of 1,000 nuclear bombs, 1,000 cubic meters of ash per second. Well, the knock-on effect will be a shift in the world's tectonic plates, causing earthquakes and other volcanics to erupt globally, Adrian. The ash released by this event released into the atmosphere prevents the sun's rays from reaching us and causing a nuclear winter. A nuclear winter, Adrian. Oh my God. Food and water supplies will be corrupted. The hot ash will leave farmlands barren. This could well be an extinction level event. I'm starting to think myself, this can't just be coincidence that this happens on the day you just happened to have predicted via your newly discovered Mayan calendar that this is the end date. Can it just be a coincidence, Fabian? I don't I'm know. sorry, no, I'm sorry, Adrian. I wish you were right to be a sceptic, but as I feared, we will no longer have need for calendars to measure our days. It's just you and me and alone in the studio now. Who knows how long we have? We should just make the best of what we have with the time we have left. Time for some music. From R.E.M., it's the end of the world as we know it. Lorna, what's happened to Tony? Is he dead? He pulled the steering wheel from his hands? Fucking hell! I know! It was the famous Nedward. The Nedward who Tony said gave him the lisp when he was a kid. I couldn't believe it either. He's told that story millions of times. I didn't even think it was true. The whole world is ending and now that? Revelations or what? Lorna! Lorna! Put the fader up and fuck off home. Now, quick go! I'll, I'll see this through to the end. I'll go down with the show. Leave me behind, Lorna. I'll only slow you down. No, don't cry for me. I'll go the way I've always lived my life. Doing what makes me happy. Being on air, talking to the listeners of the Adrian and Tony radio show. Yeah! It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine.
Jesus! Tony! No! No! My boy! My sweet little lisping bubble cap loon! At least you went out with a bang! God! <laughs> oh, Stevie! <laughs> Boris! See the grown man crying! Just gets you right there! You deserve better! You deserve better! Let that defense! Seen Barrow in the fair green! Fat Sam, he just shot them all dead with his sniper rifle. Whoa, look at that! The whole... Oh, there's lava bombs just falling all across the flanks. It's incredible. You're listening to the ATRS, the Adrian and Tony radio show. All the phone lines are, uh, are down coming into the studio and the latest news coming in is that there's volcanic eruptions in Italy. I have to admit, Fabian, it seems you've been proven accurate. Rather, you and the Mayans. I have to say, Adrian, I was just sitting here watching you present and you've been wringing the tears out of me, Adrian. But I've taken no satisfaction. Maybe if we had known sooner. All I wanted was an interesting show. Uh, a light-hearted look at the end, but I didn't really think it was coming. But you've done a fantastic show, Adrian. No, Fabian, no, no. What have I done with my life? All oh, those hours and years working hard in radio, building up to this digital radio station with Tony. Yeah, now we're on buses, but at what cost? Stop it, Adrian. I could have spent all that time kayaking or bungee jumping, swimming with dolphins. No. Now it's over and I've done nothing. No, Adrian, no. You need a hug. Come to me. Come, no, stand up. Come over to me. Never mind the microphone. <laughs> no, Fabian. What, I've what? built a safe place on the floor of the studio what, here. What, what, Fabian? What do you mean, what? Okay, listen. Thanks for listening tonight. This has been the ATRS, the Adrian and Tony radio show. It's been the end of the world. Uh, if there's anybody still out there, thank you for, for listening tonight. Good night. Goodbye. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows. Let me say now, I don't know. Adrian, stop! Ending! Stop! Aisling? Aisling? Hello? Anyone here? Are we still on the air? Where is everyone? I got the beers you wanted, Aisling! You owe me 650 of bollocks! Aisling? <laughs> what are you doing hiding under the mixing desk? In the teepee with, with Fabian? <laughs> what are you doing there? Hold me, Adrian. <laughs> Tony, Tony, thank God. <laughs> are you all right? Adrian? No, no, no. <gasps> What's that noise? Huh? Ah, oh no. Oh my God, it's vibrating. <laughs>